Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% And now if you're Denver, you can't slow down and play the clock. You've got to keep going. Very stagnant right here. There's a lot of time left for a team that loves to have big comebacks. Murray, jump shot is good. Big bucket from Murray. He's got 26 points, 9 assists. And that's the 10th assist for Jokic. Yet another triple-double here in these playoffs. Into the zone, the Denver Nuggets get her done yesterday in Miami, as we all expected. Actually, I gave Miami a shot, I think, actually. Just being contrarian. But uh, apparently the big money was on Denver with good reason, and they cruised a victory in the first time ever that teammates have both had triple doubles in a finals game. Is that right? Is that not right? That's right, yeah. History was made last night. It was the first time teammates have ever had 30-point triple-doubles in an NBA game, period. Okay. But what about triple-doubles in the finals? That may also be a record. Yeah, I heard that on the radio last on the way home. First time ever in the NBA finals, two teammates had triple-doubles in the same game. First do it record 30-point triple-doubles helping Denver route the Miami Heat 109-94, according to ESPN. Um, Jamal Murray, 34-10-10. Jokic had 32, 21, and 10. He also becomes the first, well, he's the only person that ever had two 30, 20, 10 triple-doubles in the playoffs, and he's got three of them now, and the only other two guys have done it once, Kareem and Wilt. Hmm. Pretty good. Impressive. Yeah, that's not bad. Pretty rarefied air. Uh. <laughs> See what I did there? That's a pretty they, ro- rocky they mountain high They make Jokic a scorer enough, I guess. I guess that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Ramona. Uh, anyway, congratulations to the Nuggets who get it back, and now we'll have a chance to win another one in Miami before they go home to maybe close things out, potentially. We'll see. Um, not a terrible point. There was a good stretch there. I was watching in the first half, and I made a nice stretch there, and um, I can't remember who it was. It was one of the role guys that um, – maybe it was Vincent. I guess he's not really a role guy. But Vincent got in foul trouble pretty some, early. Who was the guy that had – somebody had an eight-point run on his own. He had, he had two threes and then he had a layup. Um, oh, it was he, Martin. It was Martin. Okay, yeah, Martin. Martin had a good did. Stretch, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Vincent got screwed on a few calls. It was awful. Yeah. There were a couple just absolutely ridiculous calls. But, anyway. I mean, look, Denver's the better team. We all knew this. It's just a matter of how many games it's going to take to win the thing. So, whatever. Yeah, I kind of they're fun to watch. They're still competitive. Yeah, I don't know how many games it'll go. It may go five, six. Who knows? But I feel like every game will be pretty competitive. Yeah. For the most part. That's such an uphill climb. You feel for them. Uh, here's a little more from post-game last night. Jokic obviously really, really excited about his... Uh, historic night. Um, to be honest, I just think uh, it's a win, you know, because if we lose, nobody's gonna even mention. Even I mean, to be honest, I, I don't care. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a stat. Oh, it's just a stat. Okay, he doesn't mm-hmm. care. I'm sorry, my my mistake. Uh, but Jamal Murray's a little more excited about Jokic's performance than Jokic was. What he does, make he makes it look so easy. You know, he grabbed 21 boards, and everybody talking about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling everybody. He's physically strong. Um, 30 points. People say he doesn't want to doesn't want to score. He gives you 32. Um, and then and ten assists. You know, so it's just he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And um, like I said, it's just free throwing. His touch, his creativity, his no look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I could go down the line. He's he's uh, a special player. Special special player. He is a special special player. I think because he makes the game look so easy. He doesn't get credit that he deserves because it's he's not doing anything special. You're just watching going, oh, okay. When I watch LeBron James, he is so remarkably impressive from a physical standpoint. When I watch him go end-to-end, when I watch him attack the basket, when I watch him do anything, I'm just like, wow. Jokic is so like, you're right, it's just so unimpressive impressive, if that makes sense. His he, passes are impressive, though. Some of his passes. Yeah, he's got great vision and anticipation, but it's just amazing how how casual he looks. But we've all played with someone who's a good passer, you know, that makes some passes. And you go, oh, wow, that was a great pass. I've never played with anybody that can do things like LeBron, dunk it like that. You yeah. know, that's, that's just not typical of uh, somebody that you see in the gym. I, I think... Jokic is one of those guys you need to stand next to one time to realize how big he is mm-hmm. to grasp what a big man is doing in the NBA. And I think that will kind of put it in perspective. when you Once you see him and see how large of a human being he is and then watch him on the floor do some of the things that he does, then you're like, I think that would help you go, oh, wow, that dude is pretty unique. I think that's safe to say. So we get another game Friday, right? Yes, tomorrow. Why do we need a day off when we're not moving cities? For the coaches. You don't play back-to-back in the playoffs ever. Um, never. They never did? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe they did back in the day. Yeah, but $1,000 they used time. to. I wish they did. Yeah. It's not too bad, I guess. I don't like the three-day gap in, in between no, moving cities, but um, I guess it's not a huge deal. I'm not doing anything tonight. Though. What do you watch tonight? I hate this time of year. Nothing. Yeah, tomorrow you get at least the you know the super regional mm-hmm. start, and you get the NBA playoffs. College, the, the women's softball oh. World Series for what? To watch Oklahoma win. Win. I honestly was hopeful that Florida State can make it interesting because I'm a stupid idiot. I, and they've had a couple close games when they played. They played Clemson. They had to pull it out in extra innings. And the game who they played before Stanford. Stanford. They had a great game with Stanford. that mm-hmm. went to the ninth. Stanford may be the second best team. Second best team. You're probably right. Yeah, Florida State's obviously not. At least yesterday, they weren't on that level. But so. they knocked them out twice, beat them twice, so they had their chance. Yeah, I get, I did watch some of that last night, but it was just like, yeah, it's just not very competitive, I'm afraid. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, we'll get some Razorback news, if you can believe that. You want to hear it? Which Razorback news are you talking about? I'm talking about the schedule stuff for 24. Ah. Did you see this? No, I honestly... I watched and kept up a little bit with the uh, track and field championships last night with the guys. I saw the... Go ahead. Give it to me. I mean, you, had, you went 1-2 in the long jump, yeah, right? Yeah, that was the great news. Arkansas went 1-2, and they were projected to go 1-2. You know, they had this fancy track formulation, and Arkansas went in as a pretty nice favorite to win the national championship. The men did. Yeah, they project all the points. It's pretty remarkable how the coaches can do that. Like They have an expectation on how many points they'll score yeah. before the meet starts. And Arkansas was somewhere in the 60, scored 60 points, and they, they felt like they would get a one two in the long jump and get 18 points hold it there for a second those two guys both are tennessee transfers which i did not realize until today well you just broke that news to me there you go they both are tennessee transfers so that just shows you dude i mean (laughs) arkansas's commitment to track and field not that tennessee doesn't have it but i think arkansas's um what do you call it the nil 
collective. Collective. I was going to call it a coalition. They're collective. They are committed to making sure track and field athletes are comfortable as well. In fact, in the early stages of their professional time, they will probably take a pay cut, I would guess. Because that's one thing you hear about all the time is these pro track athletes or Olympic track athletes and how difficult it is to make ends yeah. meet. I mean, maybe the pros don't do as poorly that compete all the time, but um, I just think that's that's kind of a typical thing. We've heard for years about Olympic athletes that are starting. Maybe not as much. Maybe track and field is not a great example. There are other sports, though. But, uh, I mean, I guess if Arkansas ever gets like a downhill skiing team, they can fund that, too. But those are people that, you know, it's just a hard way to make money, I suppose. You know, Coach Z, when he was on with you last Friday, and I asked something about the NIL, I didn't realize how involved Arkansas was in track and field. and Oh, all the sports. He rattled off. I don't know what, to what extent, what kind of money they're getting, but uh, that that's good that they're taking care of those athletes, too. I wonder if, like, those two long jump. Are they on full scholarship? I would think at minimum. I bet they're making more than their scholarship. What, um... Where did you watch this? Where is it? Where is it being shown? Online and on. Also later in the night, it was on ESPN two. Uh, they don't show any live or just yes. online. Yeah, online and online had some uh, live stuff. ESPN okay. plus. So what's going on today? Do you know? Uh, women start today. All right. I saw something about the one of the decathletes, and maybe it was. Maybe it was an Arkansas State athlete. I don't remember. Well, Arkansas's got one decathlete that's like in uh, fifth, sixth place after half the events. Uh, they also had a guy pick up some points in the shot put. Uh, they uh, also, which was a surprise, they qualified in the 4 by 400 They weren't projected to score any points, and they made it to the uh, finals. Hmm. Top seven teams go to the finals, so that's points they're going to get right there automatically. Top seven? Top seven. That's weird. You have two semifinal heats. They take, uh, I think it's the top three from each heat, and then the fourth is just the best one that didn't, out of one of those two heats that didn't make it. Why don't they take the top two? And just have a uh, four. Oh, you got eight. You got an eight-lane eight. track. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's a good question. Yeah. And uh, But the uh, disappointment was the 400-meter hurdles. Arkansas had the top uh, projected winner. He didn't qualify for the wow. finals. Yeah. That's crazy. And last year's national outdoor champion from LSU did not make the finals either. Hmm. Uh, but the Arkansas runner finished third and hit in his heat by like eight hundredths of a second. I mean, it was like down to, you know, right there trying to, and get him at the wire. And he had to be top two in his heat? Uh, had to be, uh, They no, y- yes, because the other heat was a lot faster. Hmm. It turned out if he had finished second, he had gotten in. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. And there's one other guy, the 100-meter hurdles. Yeah, he was had the top time out of everybody, so he'll be considered the favorite going into the finals. So right. it was a it was okay day. It was disappointing that the a guy they were projecting 10 points doesn't even make the finals. The event is being held in Austin. And the guy, and I didn't. I guess I didn't realize they had stuff like this. But they, he set the the long jumper set the facility mark mm-hmm. long long jump. It was like twenty seven eleven or something, absolutely insane. And his teammate went over twenty seven feet too. It's crazy. Anyway, good re- good recruiting by the Arkansas track team. Do we even talk about the fact that is it Lance Harder that's going to retire? Yes. Yeah, this is at 33 years and uh, calling it quits. That's pretty cool. They are projected to finish third. Uh, Texas is is projected to run away with this. Uh, so something special will have to happen for the Arkansas women to send him out on a very high note. I saw Ivan Maisel had tweeted out that he was about to wrap, wrap up his that. career, too. Yeah. That guy's been a good one. Anyway, back to Arkansas for a minute. So for those of you who don't care about track and field, that's a bummer because it really is entertaining. But most everybody who listens to the show, I assume, does like football. And Hunter Yurchek, this is a story that Matt Jones wrote for Whole Hog Sports. Um, Missouri is the only team that Arkansas is guaranteed to play next year as we wait to see 24 schedule come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also talked about the A&M game. That is not a guarantee for next year, which is interesting because they have another year on the contract after this year down in Arlington. Hunter Juracek says, if we play A&M in 24, what the league has agreed to do is that it will be A&M's home game because that will be the Aggies' year to serve as host and then it would be played at AT&T Stadium to fulfill the last year of that contract. If they don't play... The contract's done. Interesting. Very interesting. That's what I thought. Um, He also talked about the importance of having SEC games on campus, as many as possible. And he also talked about maintaining a presence in Arlington. He says, I think playing a game there in that venue with ties to the Jones family, if we had the right opponent, yes. He says, um, I think playing a game there every year is going to be a challenge moving forward. 
Also, the Arkansas-Missouri game still expected to be played on the final week of the regular season. I'm sure there's some kind of handshake agreement he can make with Jerry Jones that, you know, yeah, you're going to lose out. If A&M's not on the schedule in 24, you're going to lose out on that game, but we'll make it up to you, uh, you know, by playing another game there some other time. Well, here's my uh, suggestion. And again, I don't know the financial ramifications because that's not my business. The Oklahoma State game, why not take a couple of those, one home for each, and play those down there? That would make perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Unless you just don't want to miss out on that home, you know, gate, season ticket holders, right. getting that home game of such a, you know, that's that's big. Yeah. The question is going to be, again, how long do you have eight, and can you schedule an additional game mm-hmm. to fill out your schedule, or are you going to be really struggling to honor the contracts you already have written if you go to nine. I wonder if the ADs really have a good feeling of what's about to happen and they're just not telling us. Like They, they, pr- they pretty much know it's going to be eight in 2024 and then going forward they feel like it's going to be nine so that they can plan that way. Could be. Don't know. Um, I'm in favor for Arkansas staying at eight, but I don't know how long that's going to last. But I thought that was interesting. That's the only game you're guaranteed to play next year. So... Yeah. That makes me feel like maybe there's a chance I want to play Alabama. Wouldn't that be fun? I guess, yeah. <laughs> that was one thing Jurichek said. That, 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 you what know, with you the lose? new schedule will be great because every four years you'll play everybody home and away in your conference. I wonder if there will be a year where they won't play Alabama or Georgia in the same season. That will be your year where you got to have God, yeah, a perfect you, roster matched up. Yeah, you got to think that's bound to happen. I hope so. Uh, I'm ready for it. we got a busy day today. We talked about a Butch Jones bottom of the hour. Um We'll talk to him about uh, football, obviously, off-season NIL, portal, uh, preparing for next season. But, Wes, you got a little, I guess, uh, I don't know how you found out about this, but a tidbit to his connection to the NBA Finals. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, the uh, the, the uh, Red Wolves, what were they, Howl on Wheels tour came to Little Rock a couple weeks ago. And I went over there, did a couple live shots, and just was just talking with Coach Jones and just uh, great conversations, a lot of it kind of off the record. And and uh, I'm not even sure how we got on to the NBA Finals, but he started telling me about his connection with Coach Spolstra and how they, they're they friends, like good friends. Mm. Like he's been down there. Coach Jones has flown down there for uh, some of their title games and been there and celebrated with the team. Really? And he said, yeah, like they get a bus and everybody goes out on the bus and you go out and you, you, you have these uh, uh, restaurants, bars, uh, places rented out where it's just the whole team uh, celebrating the, the title and um, he just he's had Spolster talk to his teams before when he was at Cincinnati and Tennessee he uh, Skyped in or whatever technology they used and he talked to Spolster talked to the team yeah. last year the Red Wolves and oh man that's cool Coach Jones has been involved with uh, you know talking with Spolster like Spolster picking his brain about motivational tactics things to to use in the locker room and unity and stuff and they just you you know they they just hit it off one night and uh, when they met down in Miami and and that relationship's just kind of grown and so we're talking about that and how much he's he enjoys watching NBA games and, and especially the Heat so I thought it'd be great you know with the Heat making the finals to have him on and, yeah. and if he was he wanted to share that with us and uh, he did and so he's going to come on today Richard Davenport at 10:45 update on recruiting lots going on with that and uh, we'll talk to him about all those things. And then Dr. O'Malley at 11.30. So if you've got any kind of injury issues or questions for him, and did you send him anything? I don't know who we're uh, I, had, I did on. not. Uh, well, we got, well, we got, uh, we got Peyton uh, Stovall going to have yep. the, the surgery on his torn labrum. labrum. And what, what, I mean, what do you do for that? I mean, how long is that? And what's that, that surgery and that recovery look like? You have the UCLs and they, you know they're talking about uh, Dylan Carter he may not even be available next year really even though he had the surgery in May it's a full year and he may not be ready to go next year at all Hunter Hagen I don't know He's, who Hunter Hagen is Hunter Holland Hunter Holland yeah Hank. the leg injury the leg injury do the, we know specifics on that nerve issue uh, where his, his leg kind of gets numb his plant leg so he's going to have to have a surgery on that there's got to be some pro stuff too I'm sure We'll, we'll look around, get him, get him together. Uh, we need to send him some stuff, though. Anyway, he'll join us at 1130. We've also got the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, Mayor Frank Scott will join us at 1145, get an update on tornado recovery. I drove through some neighborhoods this week, man, and I was telling the morning guys, like, it looks like, you know, in many cases, nothing's been done. I know a lot's been done, and it's just such an overwhelming task. We knew this. We knew it was going to be a long road back. 
But there are homes that are still like the walls outside are still standing and there's no roof on the thing. And I don't know if the home can be rebuilt or you know mm-hmm. put back together or what. Or if they're going to tear it down and start over. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some insurance lulls for people as well. I'm just curious where we are with all that because it's amazing to me in, uh, in a number of neighborhoods where it, it's just there's so far to go. And we're, you know, we're only a couple months down the road or whatever, but still... Um, anyway, the other big news is, and I was going to ask him about this, but they brought it up as a topic to definitely get into, is juvenile curfew. Something I saw this week that really disturbs me and concerns me and upsets me, because I've got a lot of friends who were bar and restaurant owners, is that the third bar in the River Market just closed in recent months. That's concerning. That's mm-hmm. a, that's an area that needs to be celebrated, that needs to be uh, much more popular than it is, obviously. Um, and you got to find a way to get people down there. I mean, there was a heyday for that area, and I hate to think that it's over. I've got friends that still own places down there, and something's got to be done. I mean, they've got to find a way to get people back there. Now, I know there, you know, at certain times of day, maybe people are comfortable going there, but I think there are certain times of day where people just aren't. I'm not in that boat necessarily, but I, I do feel for people who don't want to go there. Uh, but something's got to be done to try to revitalize that because you can't have you know, these major storefronts or restaurant fronts, as it were, closing down. It's concerning to me. So I'm going to ask him what he's going to do about that or what what's being done. And there's a River Market uh, Association, I know, and I'm sure they're, they're all talking about it in their meetings as well. Why is it they feel like things are not working down there? I don't know. I think I think a lot of people, A, don't want to go downtown. I think there's still a perception that either it's not safe or they don't want to deal with parking issues, which, again, I've never had a problem with either. I, I'm not ignorant enough to say it's never been an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm never personally an issue. But I know, like, the farmer's market's very popular. But you're talking about an early morning on a Saturday. I mean, there are times of day where I think people will go down there. And, again, there's not as much traffic. It's a weekend, that kind of thing. But we got to find ways to get people down there during the week. I know for me, it's just it's more really just driving all the way down. To, you know, it's a 20-minute drive downtown. And there's plenty of – there are great restaurants in West Little Rock that sure. we would just rather go to. It's easier. Crime has never been an issue for me. Like, I've never been down there worried about anything. Um, parking is not usually a problem either. So mm-hmm. – I don't. I don't know. I wonder what. I'll ask the mayor that. Why they think people don't go downtown? What is it that's holding people back? Yep. Um, well, the curfew he's talking about. Maybe I don't know if that's going to be helpful or what is what the goal is there. But it's certainly something that may be relatable. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is there. There's a juvenile curfew they're talking about. Anyway, um, Chris Alley's going to join us in the twelve o'clock hour. The average guy mover review. It's brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi. We appreciate him and them, and uh, looking forward to not only hanging out with Chris but having a little. We'll snack today, so that'll be good. The uh, Canadian Open is happening starting today. Rory McIlroy is going for his third straight up there, and I assume that is part of Canada that's not been affected by the fires, which, if you've seen any of that, it is scary. There are concerts being canceled. There are ball games being canceled. It is a serious issue, and it's all that smoke is wafting into the United States and causing problems as well. So I don't know what the whole story is there, Christian, but... I'm assuming that the Canadian Open's in a place where that's not a problem because I haven't seen any word on that being an issue. Maybe it's in Western Canada. Could be. Rory spoke at length yesterday about um, the Live announcement, the PGA Live merger announcement this week, and so we've got that for you coming up in a little bit later as well. Take a quick time out. We'll come back, talk to Butch Jones about uh, Arkansas State football and also his relationship with Eric Spolster and how that came to be. As we take a time out, I want to tell you about my friends at Max Prairie Wings. Now's a great time to get back out on the water, man. As much as I love hanging out with you guys here, uh, frankly, I'd be I'd rather be doing that right now. Maybe a little fishing, maybe a little out on the lake, swimming, whatever. Uh, I will tell you that uh, they've got a deal now on Yamaha Motors over at Max Prairie Wings, offering an amazing deal. When you purchase any in-stock Yamaha 25 to 90 horsepower outboard, you get a $500 Max Prairie Wings gift card. Just buy that select engine and get the gift card. It's been on anything in the store at Max Prairie Wings. Those Yamahas, of course, known for their reliability and affordability. An outstanding three-year warranty comes with it as well. And with Max Prairie Wings competitive pricing and in-house financing, you can get what you need without breaking the bank. And they also have a great service center with certified Yamaha technicians. So you can keep your outboard running smoothly for years to come, even beyond that three-year warranty. You can find all their products to offer, not just for, in that case, but anything that they have at maxpw.com. And again, opportunity to get 500 bucks free on the purchase of a Yamaha motor at Max Prairie Wings down in Stuttgart. Go by and see them or go online to maxpw.com. 10.30. Back with Butch Jones after this. Stuttgart. 
Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Some implied the Miami Heat had figured some things out in game number two against the Denver Nuggets. Well, last night the Nuggets struck back 109-94 the final score as the Nuggets took a two games to one lead over the Miami Heat in the 2023 NBA Finals. It was a historic evening for Nikola Jokic who had a triple-double, 30 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. He is the only player in NBA history with three 30-point, 20-rebound, 10-assist triple-doubles in the playoffs. Even more history was made last night. Jamal Murray went for 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Jokic and Murray are the first duo in NBA history to have a triple-double in the same NBA Finals game. Last night also marked the first time that two teammates have ever had 30-point triple-doubles in the same game, regular season, or playoffs. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The Hot Springs Bike Fest, June 8th through the 10th, with live music Friday from the Blackheart Saints and the ultimate Metallica tribute, Hardwire. Saturday, Poison IV with the crew, Tribute Houston, the ultimate Dino Drags, the Ives Brothers Stunt Shows, the Wall of Death, and the Globe of Steel. Poker runs, no registration, and it's free. Made possible in part by Visit Hot Springs. Hotsprings.org, benefiting Arkansas Veteran Support Services. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. She's moving to Georgia. Jada's Podiatry Clinic's top nurse quit, leaving her business toes up. We've got six procedures and three major surgeries in the next two days. She needs a new RN who can think on their feet. There's no way I can do all these procedures on my own. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Came back for the win. Lot of new money in my head. Go on, tell a friend, tell a friend. 1034, welcome back in the zone. We talked about the NBA Finals a little bit. Uh, Adam Silver also spoke out last night, I guess it was, about Ja Morant. I didn't hear it, but it seems like every time he talks, he has to talk about Ja Morant now. Yeah, well, he may be talking about Zion. <laughs> no, no doubt. Well, I don't think no, Zion... No, he probably won't get in any trouble. No, I don't think so either. Zion's made some, uh, maybe some questionable decisions that are going to haunt him, but I'm guessing he's not the only NBA guy that has probably. got uh, a gal in more than one city, but anyway... He's catching heck on social media right now, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Right now, let's talk about actual hoops and football with Arkansas State football head coach Butch Jones, who's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome back. How's it going today? Coach, I think we got a bad connection there. Are we garbling there? Are you there? Yep. Can you guys hear me? There we go. Much better. That's better. Uh... So we're going to talk some hoops with you, which I did not anticipate, but uh, Wes gave me a, a tidbit on your relationship with Miami's head coach, Eric Spolster, so we'll get to that in a sec. But let's uh, what's going on right now with your football team? Well, the, the month of June is drastically changed in the world of college football. 
the month of June has basically become one of the busiest months out of the year. So we welcomed back our football team on Memorial Day night, and we started uh, practice and workouts and strength and conditioning uh, immediately on that Tuesday. So between having our team back, building our team, recruiting is in full swing right now, and then obviously we start our camp season tomorrow night with Friday Night Lights. So as you can tell by my voice, uh, we finally have had some organized team activity, so it's great. But the month of June has really kind of evolved into a, a nonstop, uh, kind of a whirlwind of the next year, 28, 29 days. Are you still uh, hitting the portal, or is your, do you have your team right now? We have our team right now. Uh, so we've we've welcomed uh, about uh, 30 I'd say 37 newcomers to our football team, whether they're high school recruits or whether via the transfer portal. So we're excited about that. But uh, pretty much our team is all intact. We're here. Uh, we're working out Monday through Friday. So it's great to have them back. I've uh, been very proud of them so far. And this team has answered every challenge so far. We had a 3.1 GPA from the last semester. It's the highest in the history of our football program. And uh, we did a lot in terms of competing. As I spoke about, we need to learn how to win and compete on a daily basis. So really excited about this football team and moving forward. Seeing the portal, uh, we, we like to say it giveth and it taketh away. How has the portal been for Arkansas State? Well, the portal's actually been very good for us. Uh, you know, we've been able to, you know, add, I think, some, some key pieces. But, you know, we made a decision, and, and we've spoken about this, a number of times and we're together is, you know, as a coach taking over a program, this is our fourth time of doing so. And every nuance is different. Uh, there's little different things when you take over programs. And so now it's even more challenging because you got to make a philosophical decision. Do you want to be in it for the quick fix or do you want to build the roster from bottom up and work on your bottom third of the roster? We made a decision that we were going to develop this program through the high school ranks and then supplement it through the transfer portal. We knew we'd take some growing pains along the way, which we've all experienced. But now we're getting ready to win. We've had two back-to-back number one recruiting classes. And, you know, you have to make sure you do your due diligence in the portal. Uh, we were able to do that this past year. And uh, most of our portal individuals were here for spring football. We've only added uh, three individuals in this last portal cycle so our current team has really been in place the only newcomers we've welcomed has been our high school graduates who uh, joined us here on memorial memorial day uh evening arkansas state head football coach butch jones with us on the brandon moving and storage hotline coach i gotta admit i'm watching the nba finals a little differently now uh, after our conversation about you and eric spolster will you just start from the, the beginning how did you guys become friends well this dates back Gosh, a number of years ago, I want to say it was 2011, and uh, I was the head coach at Cincinnati, and uh, we were down, uh, I was with the part owner of the Cincinnati Reds, and we were down in Miami, and uh, the, the company that represents both of us asked me if I wanted to go to a game, and went to a game, and then met them afterwards, and kind of, uh, you know, there was a connection there. We kind of believe in the same thing, and uh, we kind of developed a relationship, and it's really grown into... Uh, you know, every off season I'll go down there and we'll basically get in a cave. We go into the arena. He's got an office uh, in the locker room. We spend about 24 hours nonstop. We talk about philosophies. We talk about motivation. We talk about staffing. Anything and everything that we kind of face. And Coach Spoh's a big football fan, so he loves football. And uh, so, you know, we talk quite regularly, and it's been a relationship that I've really enjoyed growing. And I was able to go down to, I believe it was game four when they played the Knicks and spend some time with him uh, after the game. And uh, they always do such a great job of welcoming when I come there. And, uh, you know, he's spoken to a couple places I've been at. He's spoken to our teams. But, you know, when you when you have a little more at stake, when you know the people at hand, you're right, you kind of watch the games in a different light. Who do you think gets more out of this relationship? I'm sorry. Who do you think gets more, learns more out of this yeah. relationship? You know, I never thought of it that way. I think we, we both, uh, you know, we're, we're so very similar in the way we think um, from a competitive standpoint to just a personal standpoint as well. And so, uh, you know, 
whenever we get together, it's like after game four, we're in the locker room, and gosh, I look up, and we've been in there almost an hour and a half. Uh, but, you know, again, I like watching him compete. I like watching basketball coaches. I think there's so much that goes into the management of a basketball game, how you manage the bench, you know, all the different things, the split-second decisions, whether it's a end-of-the-game out-of-bounds player, what type of defense to set up. So I'm always been enamored with kind of watching basketball coaches. But I just think, you know, the two of us have a great relatability to each other. And we kind of also understand what, what we're going through with the daily rigors, stresses, and pressures that these jobs bring about. So it's always great to sometimes step back and just kind of hear what each other's going through. Yeah, some may find it odd a, a basketball coach and a football coach would have so much in common. But at the end, you're coaches and you're dealing with, you know, uh, things in the locker room and chemistry. What are some of the things that you can take away from him that you can apply with your team? Well, there's a lot. I think, first of all, you know, the word that I think is, is misused all the time and kind of misunderstood is the word culture. And I think so much that goes into it um, and what culture is. And you got to fight for your culture every day. And I think in today's world of whether it's professional sports, whether it's a transfer portal, building a culture is becoming even that more of a challenge where, you know, you have to decide are you building a program or are you building a team? And I think when you have a culture, there's so much more to the Miami Heat organization than just Eric Spostra. You know, they have people that are like-minded with Pat Riley from their ownership group. Everything that goes into it, they all believe in the same things. And I think you win through consistency and continuity. And if you look at that, that organization, it's been a model of consistency. They're able to weather the storm, the ebbs and flows of each season each particular season they don't panic they don't fire coaches they stay the course and i think when you look at it in sports it doesn't matter what the sport is if you can stay consistent and true to what you believe in at some point in time you will eventually win talking to butch jones arkansas state football head coach on the brand of moving and storage hotline one of the things that i think and again you're talking about business you're talking about basketball football it doesn't matter one of the things I think is really intriguing is a coach dealing with someone who doesn't have a reasonable expectation, especially when it's related to playing time. How do you encourage someone who has maybe an unrealistic um, understanding of where they are in the pecking order of talent coach and try not to discourage them, but also help them understand, like, this is this is your role now and this is where you are? Because that's a, to me, that's a really slippery, tricky slope. Well, it is, it is a balancing act, and Coach Saban used to talk about about it all the time is you know what people really struggle with is the ability to look at themselves through a critical eye and so what we try to do is be flat out honest and give them fact checks you know we have what we call a video identity uh file where they can come in and all their plays is their football identity what what you put on video is what you are it's not what you think you are it's not what immediate things you are it's not what your parents or family think you are what you put on video is what you are so we have a term called just press play when you put the video on that's who we are as coaches mm-hmm. that's who we are as players and so we talk about that a lot about our personal identity our team identity and I think it's just having conversations and being always honest and truthful and sometimes that may hurt but what I found out over time is that's always the best policy and usually you know when you sit down and you really show it to them and they can see it on video it becomes a little more realistic to them but again in today's world I think viewing yourself with a critical eye is very very hard um, but I think the individuals who are the hardest on themselves are always going to be the most successful individuals as well I assume with your team back in, on campus you're not going to have a chance to go to any games well, we're kind of going through that right now. Uh, I wanted to go on Friday, but as you all know, we have Friday Night Lights Camp, and our football program in Arkansas State is the most important thing. So, uh, And I'm hoping maybe we can get to game six. That may work out a little bit. And The biggest thing I don't ever want to do is be a distraction. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Coach Spoke calls it a bunker mentality. Uh, you know, he'll bunker down and you know, basketball is a little bit different in preparation than football, but one of the things we were able to do, especially when they were in the championship run with LeBron and Dwayne and Bosch, is we set up kind of like a football command center in their hotel. 
So that was something that we had spoken about. So we kind of took the football mentality of when you stay at a hotel the night before the game and you have your meeting rooms and you have your video there and all that. And we kind of applied it to basketball, and that was kind of fun to see that happen. So, Coach, you told us uh, a while back that you caught a football in the, one of the Super Bowls that was missed on a field goal, critical field goal. Your buddies with yeah. Eric Spolstra. Well, what's something else we don't know about you? You keep <laughs> shocking me here. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm a shoe person, so I think we talk about it all the time. I, I collect Jordans, um, so I'm a sneaker person. So we actually, the recruits love it. So in my house, I have a whole, we took an office and kind of made it a shoe den. And so we have all the Jordans and all that. So uh, I know the players, when they come over to my house, they love it. It's kind of become a photo backdrop. Uh, but I'm a shopper. Uh, I love to, uh, to to have sneakers. So that's kind of a little fun fact. But, you know, it's like I talk to the team. Um, my hobby is football. I love football. Uh, you know, there isn't anything more important to me than my family and getting Arkansas State football right. But uh, so... Besides that, I'm probably a boring guy. Uh, what about? Uh, I assume you've seen Air, then, Coach. Did you Did you catch that one? I have. That was a great movie. Uh, it's really amazing. Um, you know, when you really look at it, back in the day when Adidas had the market, and Converse had the market, and then you look where Nike was, and you know, everything is about being a visionary. I think that's a great thing, you know, when we talked about our relationship with Coach Spo, you know, as a head coach, whether you're a basketball coach, football coach, baseball coach, soccer coach, it doesn't matter. As CEO, you get to paint the vision for what you want. And uh, you get to try to make that vision come true to form. And so when you look at Nike and that vision and really kind of stepping outside their comfort zone and believing in something and going all in and, you know, look where we're at today, it's amazing. Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones with us. Coach, what's the uh, camp schedule look like this summer for you guys? Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we, we get the camps rolling uh, tomorrow night with our Friday Night Lights camp, and we'd like to encourage everyone to come. You can go on and register on com. Uh, we even have a youth camp uh, that's grades 1 to 8, and that goes from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., that's June 12th and 13th, and it was amazing. We had a number of individuals show up from the Little Rock area last year, so we're excited about that. But again, astatefootball.com, we start our prospect camps. And, you know, the great thing is we've had two number one recruiting classes in the Sun Belt, and most of our signings have been in camp. Hmm. And uh, we've really made a commitment to recruiting the state of Arkansas. We had the most uh, Division One signings of any program in the country in the state of Arkansas this past year. We're excited. We have a, a number of youngsters from Little Rock that are on our team right now. And through two weeks, I'm really excited about them. I think they got a chance to be special players. Well, Coach, thanks for sharing the story and the insight, and good luck with the camps. And uh, obviously, we'll talk to you again before the season starts. But uh, wishing you the best of luck this summer. Hope you guys get a lot done and get ready for the fall. I'm going to always give you the insight. You need to come here for training camp, set up shots, do your radio show from the football facilities, watch practice, and spend an entire day with us. So you know you guys are always welcome here in Jonesboro. Listen, you work out a sneaker tour for us, we'll come. Hmm. I got you. We got some Yeezys coming in as well. I love it. (laughs) We may even have a gift for you if y'all come up here. All right, we'll work it out. Coach, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks for the time. Thank thank you again. Wolf's out. All right, Thanks, very good. Coach. Butch Jones already already in midseason form with the voice. Mm. He's been barking at people, so getting ready to go. We got to run. We're a little behind. Ten forty nine. For more than a century, our Kansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get a Immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Mosquito Joe has been making outside fun again for Arkansans over 10 years now. People still ask us, do you just do mosquitoes? Why don't you do termites or other bugs? The answer's quite simple. We're not a jack-of-all-trades. We want to be the best mosquito control service, period. You want to keep bugs out of your house? Call an exterminator. You want a nice-looking lawn? Call a lawn care service. You want expert mosquito control? Call Mosquito Joe. Mention you heard us on the buzz for a special discount. Visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. For the best in midday sports talk and entertainment, look no further than The Zone with Justin Ankry and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, ran a little behind there with Butch Jones. Let's jump on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline once again with our friend Richard Davenport from Whole Hog Sports in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Richard, what's happening? Not much, not much, not much happening with Breakback basketball, football. Kind of slow. <laughs> I smell your sarcasm. I can, I can feel it through the phone. It's palpable, my friend. So, big day for basketball, potentially. Arkansas has got one slot left to fill. Um, so, what, uh, what, what are you hearing? Yeah, Grant Nelson should uh, should arrive about 4:30. He'll be uh, uh, 4:30 today, and we'll uh, be there for about 24 hours. And then shortly after that, I suspect he'll make make a decision. He's uh, wrapping up a, a visit uh, to Alabama today, and uh, it, it all looks like it's uh, those two schools. And I think uh, probably uh, 36, 48 hours or something like that, or Maybe a little, a little bit beyond that, we should have an answer whether or not he'll be a Razorback or not. Well, if he comes, that's a good sign. You know, if I'm Alabama, I'm doing everything to wrap it up and, and say, "Hey, just stay here. Don't even take that visit." Oh yeah, no, 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 no doubt, no doubt. And uh, I, I just can't imagine a young man who obviously wants to uh, his ultimate goal, like so many others, is go to the go to the league. I can't imagine a young man making a decision. You know, based off one school, that he, instead of uh, you know giving both schools uh, equal opportunity to to give them uh, their sales pitch, so I fully expect him to be in Fayetteville, and uh, and and you know, without a doubt, that Coach Musselman and and the staff will have everything organized, detailed to the T, to uh, show him how they can develop him and help him get to his goal. This turn of football, what's it look like this weekend for visitors? You got seven official visitors coming in uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, Jaquan uh, uh, McRoy is probably the one that uh, a lot of people are interested in. I mean, uh, it's a good good list of kids, but uh, this young man's uh, 
uh, an offensive lineman from uh, from Alabama, uh, 6'8", 367, possibly the largest human being I've ever mm. I've ever seen as far as uh, you know a football prospect. Definitely in the top three. Uh, massive. He's visited Arkansas three or four times previously, but he'll be coming in for an official. And then uh, Brian Huff from uh, Valley View was a late addition of, uh, just just the other day. Linebacker, 6'3", 225. Uh, he'll also be coming in. Nate Palmer, a, a four-star uh, running back from uh, Decatur, Texas. He'll be coming in, too. And a recent uh, defensive lineman, 6'3", uh, 250, Kendall Jackson from uh, Gainesville, Florida, will also be uh, visiting Arkansas. He's got an offer from Florida and several other schools. So uh, for, for them to offer uh, just recently and get an official visit this quickly is uh, quite impressive. And they put out an offer yesterday for an uh, offensive lineman, defensive lineman from Marion. Tell us about Karius Kern. Yeah, he he, uh, he, he, visited, he got an offer from Memphis back in Back in March, and then uh, he uh, attended a SMU camp uh, last week or just recently, and uh, SMU and several other schools offered him, and he was at a team camp yesterday at, at Arkansas, and Arkansas was able to, uh, you know, take a look at him, and he, uh, athletically, he's there. He's uh, 6'5", 300 pounds, and he's very, very, very well. Uh, he reports he ran a 4'8", 40-yard uh, dash, which is exceptional for any lineman, uh, but uh, he benches uh, 350. He's a 2025 uh, offensive defensive lineman that uh, I, I think is going to start to blow up now that uh, he's got his first Power 5 offer. So it was real big for him being an in-state guy to get, get that offer from Arkansas. And we got a minute. Uh, wide receiver that just signed with Arkansas from where was he from, this wide receiver? North Carolina. You're talking about Desmond James. Yes. Uh, Huge! I think he has the potential to be a huge uh, late addition. And he, I heard you guys uh, talk about him uh, just uh, earlier this week. First year to run track, he ran a ten four six in the hundred meters. He ran a twenty uh, twenty one oh oh six, I think, uh, uh, two hundred meters. But that uh, that one hundred meters at ten four six, he didn't he didn't have a great start, and then he kind of celebrated about five seven yards short of uh, the finish line. So I think that he might have possibly, possibly get in the 10 threes uh, if he wouldn't have done that. Uh, I mean, for, for him, he was going to junior college. Evidently, he's a, a late qualifier. And for them to be able to add somebody of that quality, that, that uh, late, huge pickup in my opinion. Mine, mine too, then. Yeah. Because your opinion matters the most. We just go with whatever you say. Richard Davenport, Whole Hog Sports, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, giving us updates on recruiting. And do you have an anticipation on when we'll get the announcement from the North Dakota kid? I think I think soon. I mean, I, he'll wrap it up tomorrow afternoon. His visit tomorrow afternoon. I, I think in two or three days we'll hear something. All right, very good, Richard. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll see you guys. All right, Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires coming up in the next hour. We also have Doctor O'Malley, Mayor Frank Scott Jr. And Rock and Roll Sushi coming up in the final hour with the Average Guy Movie Review. Talking Dungeons and Dragons. Boop. Nerd alert. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup Playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. 